welcome back to another episode of My Life in a Poem podcast. I am your host, Angelina, and on this podcast, we discuss poetry, codependency, trauma, healing, and the tea behind the poetry. So if you like all of that stuff, keep listening. Welcome back. If you're old, welcome if you're new. I just wanted to share with y'all a quick episode while I am in the middle of my self-love date. Um, This episode was recorded while I was on the way to my second part of my date, and I'll get into that when we get into the episode. But this is one of those episodes where I will not have a poem, but it is definitely worth listening to because I dropped some really good gems. So here we go. Hey, y'all. I just wanted to come to y'all with an episode today about my dating journey with myself and just how it has boosted my confidence and also really catered to and uh, become a coping skill for my social anxiety. So I wasn't aware that like I even had social anxiety. I just knew that I don't like being around people (laughs) and I would call myself antisocial. But After doing a little bit more digging and learning about myself and also being on this self-love journey, I noticed that hmm, when I step outside of my comfort zone and I have to be around people, I normally feel better about being around people. And just starting to like objectively observe myself and step outside of myself and the feelings and doing some self-reflection I have noticed that the anxiety comes from a lack of confidence or a willingness to want to control everything. So I have like several things going on. Like I know I have a perfectionism trait that comes from people pleasing. I've talked about that on this podcast before, how I was listening to the Balanced Black Girl podcast And one of her episodes is about codependency. And there's a lady on there who posted a people-pleasing quiz. And once I took the quiz, I realized that I was a perfectionist. And for me, after doing some shadow work and some soul searching, I realized that it came from my childhood because I wanted to be the perfect child for my mom. And I think I've told y'all that before. But just dealing with the ups and downs of being a child and dealing with a parental figure's um, moods and just my mom worked a lot. She was overwhelmed a lot. And navigating through my, my parental figure's emotions, I decided subconsciously that I would make my life situation better by becoming a child that my mother did not have to worry about. So I would be the perfect child. I would have no problems. I would be perfect. And in childhood, I developed this perfectionism trait that 
I didn't choose to do it. It was just a coping skill, a defense mechanism, a trauma response, you know, to the life situations I had been given as a child. So as an adult, (laughs) that is showing up as um, me not wanting to be around people or not talk to people. And I was like, wow, why do I why do I not? like people like what is it about social interaction that bothers me so much and literally it wasn't until I started going on my self-love journey and I started stepping out of my comfort zone and started taking myself on dates that I realized that I'm actually good at talking to people and this stepping out on the whim is you know provoking these conversations with strangers which is something I said I didn't want to do but dressing up looking beautiful um unapologetically being in a place and a space just for myself regardless of what people think about me and making the experience all about me it boosted my confidence and then it opened up a space for me to realize that oh I don't like talking to people I don't like being in spaces where I have to be social because once that interaction is over, I overthink because of the perfectionism trait. But um, hopefully that makes sense. So, yes, so it all kind of comes full circle. And in order for me to work on my perfectionism, I have been just listening to podcasts about how to detach and how to let go of overthinking. And when I do, like, so I told y'all that I had a break and I was really able to give myself a lot of self-love, but I just got pushed back into work and schoolwork and internship. And so, of course, stressful situations arose again and I started to overthink again. So when I get into those moments, I pull out my toolkit, which is meditation um so and what that does for me is that it gives me back the power to control my thoughts because when I go down that rabbit hole of replaying a conversation that happened during the day and I'm like oh my goodness I said this I said that I shouldn't have said this I shouldn't have said that right I feel like I cannot stop thinking about it it's literally the feeling of not being able to control my thoughts and that's what keeps me stuck but when I do meditate I gain back that awareness of my uh, thoughts and I gain back that awareness of that control that I have over my thoughts because I'm focusing on my breath and I'm realizing okay I can focus on my breath right now and I don't have to think about the thing And whenever I think about the thing, I could just put it in a metaphorical box in my head and tell myself, no, we're not thinking about that right now. I'm not judging myself. I'm not saying, oh, why do you keep thinking about it? You're such a failure. Like, no, there's no judgment here. And meditation literally allows me to practice not judging myself, not judging my thoughts, and also choosing what I want to think about in this moment. And that is my breath. That is my breathing. So, oh my goodness, meditation is just so beautiful. And then also, like I said, podcasts. So listening to podcasts about 
how to detach from the outcome. So I was listening to a podcast this morning and it was the self-love podcast, Mary's Cup of Tea. And she basically talked about how you don't have to be married to the outcome and to detach from the outcome and that progress can just literally look like progression. It doesn't have to mean, oh, you didn't do well because it didn't look a certain way. Like, don't be married to the products. Be married to the progress or the process. So with that type of mindset, you let go of that perfectionism. You let go of that control. And you literally give over control to the process and you accept that, okay, Things may not always look um, the way I think they're supposed to look, or they may change, and I'm open to that. I'm open to the change. So let me give y'all an example. I just, like, I think last night or this morning I had planned, I said, okay, I'm going to go on a date tomorrow with myself, and I am going to go to a vegan restaurant And then I'm going to go see a movie. So I'm going to do lunch and a movie. I had never done a lunch date by myself before. So I planned this lunch date. And I planned out the restaurant that I was going to go to. And um, the restaurant was actually closed. They closed that too. And I was like, oh, man. So I said, okay, well, I'll go to another restaurant. And... I go to the other restaurant, and they're closed as well. But on the website, it said they were open. So that could have been a perfect opportunity for me to get upset, for me to get angry, for me to feel like, oh, it's not meant for me to be here. But then I'm like, no, I'm open to the process. Just because it doesn't look like the plan that I had doesn't mean that I still can't enjoy this date. Like, maybe this is trying to teach me something. I start asking myself, what is this experience trying to teach me? I'm like, okay, maybe this experience is trying to teach me that there are other options. There's more than just this vegan spot. So I went to another vegan spot um, that was right across the street from him. And, oh my goodness, this guy made me a bomb sandwich. I don't even know what it was called, some type of panini. Oh my goodness, it was so delicious. Oh, and then I got to see my movie. Like, well, I'm headed to my movie now, actually. But it was just nice to be able to not be married to the outcome and really enjoy the process. So I just wanted to just drop those gems on y'all, just reminding you to take yourself out, love on yourself. And if you're dealing with any type of perfectionism, Uh, need to control social anxiety they may all really be linked together and any advice that I can give you is to really ask yourself what is it about the social interaction that bothers you and if it is that you're married to this idea of what social interaction should look like what you talking to people should look like that you should never mess up right or that you should know all the answers or there should never become a time where you're embarrassed or, you know, if if you feel like you're married to that, then maybe 
think about letting go of the idea of what communication with other people should look like. And maybe you can try being open to the idea that when things do happen in communication with other people, that this experience is trying to teach you something. And then be aware of what this experience is trying to teach you. So some good journaling prompts are, you know, what is this experience trying to teach me? Whenever you feel overwhelmed or anxious or you're playing a moment over and over in your head, what is this experience trying to teach me? Another thing you could do is ask yourself, what is it about communicating with people that bothers me? And then you can go from there. So another thing could be thinking about a goal in your life and asking yourself, am I married to the outcome or am I married to the process? And really questioning yourself about that. But I hope you all found this well. Please um, do some self-love, do some self-care, whether that is investing in yourself by YouTubing and listening to podcasts and Googling things that concern you, whether that's taking yourself out on a date, whether that's taking five minutes to do some yoga or listen to some music, whatever it is, you deserve love and love on yourself a little bit harder. And I will talk to y'all in another episode of my Life in a Poem podcast. Bye!